It's time for the Hockey Minute, your source for all of today's hockey news with some opinion. Strap in for the fastest news in the NHL. This episode is proudly brought to you by fucking nobody. We don't have any sponsors. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon and Ryan. And here we are. Welcome back to another edition of the Hockey Minute. I am your host, Brandon. With me, as always, my co-host, Ryan. And today we've got our Islanders versus Panthers versus episode, where Ryan and I will each take a team and argue for why they will win the round and then leave it up to our very own capable judge, jury, and executioner, Jules. But first, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review on iTunes or a voicemail on Anchor if you're fired up about something we said or something you think we should be doing better. We'll play it on the podcast, I promise. All right, before we get into the battle... Let's check in with my bandwagon hopping co-host, Ryan. How you doing, man? I'm about ready to dismantle you. I just want to let you know. I've been prepping for this, and it's not looking good for you. Yeah, you're just kind of describing my high school career, but I managed to make it through there, so I'm sure I'll struggle through here. Struggle! Struggle! (laughs) (laughs) Struggle! Hitting puberty today, too. That's how terrified you are. buddy. It's a huge day for me. (laughs) Jules, how are you doing? Hey. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Bottle that excitement, Jules. (laughs) All right. Well, I am I am excited to to get into this. Even though Ryan has all this uh, this false confidence, it's perfect. It's uh, it's going to be excellent. So Ryan's going to be starting off with the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Listen, guys, this is not even fair. Again, like the Isles play the trap. Like that's. I love Barry Trotz. He won my favorite team, a Stanley Cup. But he comes to the Islanders, and the Islanders, they lose to Barris. It's Matt Barzell and then a bunch of scrubs. Uh, their <laughs> goaltending situation is not great. They've got, like, one good defenseman in Nick Letty, and that's about it. Uh, the Florida Panthers, they have a couple guys you probably actually haven't heard of. They're very underrated, Sasha Barkov and uh, Jonathan Huberto. Uh, on top of that, they've got Sergei Bobrovsky, who, you know, had a slow start this year. I think it's because he signed in Florida. He probably spent more time just, like, partying yep. than he did actually focusing on his play. But it's the playoffs. He, he He's ready now. He, You know what? He went up against a, a Tampa team that set records, and he swept them. He was a big part of that. So, listen, Florida, they got guys like, I mean, even on depth, they got Eric Holla, Lucas Walmart, guys like that. They can, you know, they can be able to score valuable goals uh, in the the shortened series. Mike Hoffman's a player. Uh, Keith Yandel, if he can provide some offense from the the, the back end. Aaron Ekblad uh, is a, a solid two hundred foot player. And uh, on top of that, Chris Dreger. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but he's a capable backup as well. You know, he played, got in twelve games last year. He had seven wins. So even if Bobrovsky slips, they got a good kind of 1B solution there in net. And I think that overall, the offensive players are just better than what the Islanders have to offer. And uh, I mean, Brandon, I'd love to hear how you're going to break down the uh, the trap that the Islanders are going to play and try to make this sound exciting. Oh, buddy. Because I think that the Panthers are too, they're too, they're too fast. The Panthers are too fast. They're going to get past that trap. And then what, Semyon Varlamov, who's been around for like 25 years, and it's really only there because they got another Russian goalie coming over. That's the whole reason he's there. It's not because he's not because he's good. It's because they're waiting for that Sorokin kid to come over. So, I but please tell me how the trap is somehow going to lead to a Stanley Cup. Well, I mean, it, what, all you're doing is showing your ignorance of the mid to late '90s Devils, right? 
I mean, like the, the, the trap, the reason that it was outlawed in hockey is because it's so painfully successful. Um, it's, it's the same reason that Dallas is one of my picks to win the cup this year. It's like these lock it down teams, uh, find a way to win. Like, uh, I mean, the way that you were describing the series is probably the exact same way that people would have described Tampa versus Columbus last year. And we all remember how that went. It's, uh, it's playoff hockey is not fast paced, you know, uh, light them up, up and down the rink hockey as much as it is exciting because of the stakes. Quite often it is lock it down, uh, play perfect hockey, play tight checking hockey, and the teams that have the practice through that of that through the year are usually the ones that, that come out successful. It's, it's the same reason I think Toronto's going to get smoked, and we're going to get into that in another episode. But, I mean, Florida and the Islanders have almost identical records, right? They're both sitting at 35 wins on the year. Um, the Islanders have a, a couple more OTLs, but... I mean, they're almost the exact same team, but they have the practice of playing that way all year. Yeah, they're pretty boring. I mean, they have Matt Barzell and Brock Nelson, and that's pretty much it. And if, if they can't score, then they're not winning. But Barzell has had that pressure on him for two seasons now, and he's managed to carry the team quite successfully. So I really can't see it being that big of an issue for the Islanders. Um, you know, I mean, I, obviously both of their goalies are pretty similar and need to be on their game, but they're they're playing in front of a really tight defensive system, so we, we don't need them to come out and be stars as much as you would expect for a Florida team. Like if if Florida's leaving Bobrovsky hanging for a bunch of two on ones and stuff, I'm not really sure that he's gonna come through the way they need him to. Um Yeah, uh, Matt Matt Barzell obviously needs to keep his momentum going. He's the only thing that keeps that team rolling, but um, as long as he can keep going and he's just a water bug. I mean, nobody's hitting him, letting alone, let alone shutting him down. I just, I really can't see it going any way, but the Islanders way the series. See, my counterpoint to that is that nobody hits Barzell in the regular season, right? That's fair, but it's the playoffs and you, you have lady Bing candidates that are suddenly throwing elbows. So Matt Barzell, as much as he skates around, he's, I mean, he's got the potential to be lit up and if he goes down, Dude, is Anders Lee going to suddenly become, like, prime Ovechkin in the playoffs? Like, probably not. The other thing with the Islanders is that their penalty killing is in the bottom half of the NHL, and Florida's power play is in the top half. So, I mean, if the Islanders get themselves into penalty trouble, man, the Panthers with Huberto, with uh, with guys like Keith Yandel, you know, the, the quarterback on the power play, dude, I mean... Panthers, I don't know, man. I just don't see how you you can defend the New York Islanders. I mean, I think I think both of these teams are, are pretty middling on on in special teams, right? I mean, the Islanders twenty fifth on the power play through the season, seventeenth on the PK, but Florida is not that much better. I mean, twelfth on the on the power play, but twentieth on the PK. Like they both suck, honestly. And I, I think, quite frankly, in, in the playoffs, power plays, or pardon me, uh, uh, special teams don't necessarily get the opportunities that they were granted during the regular season. Maybe I'm just a, a Canucks fan and my bias of the previous playoffs is showing through, but like it's just quite often the refs are going to tuck their whistles away and uh, let the boys play because they don't want to impact the series. Well, that's maybe fair. I mean, as a Canucks fan, you probably don't remember what the playoffs feel like. But <laughs> I'm just letting you know that... It's it is it's you can't tell me that twenty fifth versus twelfth that that's not a huge that's not a huge gap that's a pretty big gap dude like I don't know I just think that the Panthers just have way too many offensive weapons and I just don't trust the Islanders goaltending on this so I'm going Panthers I'm going Panthers in uh, in four I have Islanders in four Jules you're gonna have to help me out here all right well 
Florida has come together a bit more this year, but I still think they've got some work to do. The Isles have a system that makes them hard to play against, and they have a slightly better record. And some might call me out on this because I'm a Ranger fan. I personally would like to see the Panthers beat the Isles just to see them play against Tampa. I just think that fun, that Florida rivalry in the playoffs would be fun to see, on top of the fact that they would have a sweet underdog storyline if they do beat New York. But ultimately, I have to go with New York in four. Beautiful. Wow. Okay. What happens if the Islanders win the cup, Jules? <laughs> you know what? At least I'll have work. So. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Oh, I love it. Uh, one, one thing that I think we, we didn't mention that uh, I need to mention it because it's in your research, Jules, the hilarious point about which team is going to have the advantage for playing in the empty arena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, Florida's used to it, so it's going to give them a leg up. I didn't want to be too shady about that, but I was like, you know what? It might actually be an advantage, like, in all seriousness. So. Hey, totally, yeah, I know, and I wasn't arguing for Florida, so I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to throw it out there. Oh, that, that would have been something for you to argue. All right, there you have it, guys. The judge has spoken. The New York Islanders are moving on. Thanks so much to Julius for coming on to be our judge. Ryan, why don't you let them know where they can find us? Yeah, as always, guys, you can uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Overcast. We have full episodes out on YouTube now. As well, you can connect with us via social media. Check us out at The Hockey Minute on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can DM us uh, with any uh, constructive feedback. Uh, you can also leave us voicemails on our Anchor page as well. So check us out there. And uh, Brandon, see you win this one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see you next round, buddy. All right, huge thanks for, to Jules for coming and helping us out. Uh, from Ryan and Brandon, we'll catch you next time on the Hockey Minute. We'd like to take a second to thank you, the listener, for joining us. And a big thanks goes to our writers and production team, Jules, Mark, and Matt. We can do this without you. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Hockey Minute, as well as leaving voicemails on our anchor page, at Hockey Minute. And always make sure to subscribe to whichever platform you listen to your podcast. That's going to do it for us. This is Brandon and Ryan. We'll talk to you next time on the Hockey Minute. Ah, fuck, I forgot to talk about how shitty Keith Yandel is.